Brochus Chof Dalid Omud Aleph. We are holding about eight lines from the top. Bo Amine Ab Yosef Bereder Ab Nechunim Ab Yehuda Ab Yosef Ben Ab Nechunim Klared Shalaf from Ab Yehuda. So people used to go to sleep in those days. There was no such thing as pajamas. So male of the Shalaf is like this. Shnayim Shi Yeshenu Mita Achas. Two people are sleeping in one bed. Maush Zeyach Zerpana V'Yikar Kriyshma V'Zeyach Zerpana V'Yikar Kriyshma. So there's an issur to say Kriyshma when you're in front of an erva. And the question over here is where they're facing, they're, they're flipping back to back. And Pashtas, the Rishayim, learned that, they, that they're touching each other in the back. Because if they weren't touching each other, there's no one's facing anything. No one, no one sees anything. But because they're touching each other in the back, the question is, is that considered a problem of an erva of a Hayyamachanach Kaddish? Is that a problem? That's the question of the Gemara. So let's keep in mind, Shmuel holds that it's mutter, even ishtay imay. So anybody is mutter, and even if it's ishtay, both of them are mutter. You're telling me a chiddush, that ishtay is mutter, even ishtay, and for sure somebody else, which means to say that it's more mistavah that ishtay should be asr. Don't say it's mutter, even ishtay. Forget, ishtay makes more sense that she should be mutter. Because ishtay was a concept called ishtay kigufay. But somebody else, where there's no concept of kigufay, Maybe there's a, but generally, just the general rule is when there's a chashash of hear her, that's what's kaiveh. We're going to see later in other dinam. What's kaiveh, what's considered in front of an erva is if there's, if there's a chashash of hear her. Not necessarily that the iser is because of the hear her itself, because then it would be us or even not, Bashas Krishma. We're talking about a matzah that could, that is potential hear her. So, that's the reason why it's considered a problem of Ahoyah Machanecha Kaddish. And a melo, and a person is not allowed to say Kriyashman, I'll do any, any mitzvahs, he's allowed to do, and I'll say any Dvar Teir, any Dovah Shabbatusha, if he is in a matziv, that it's a chasar in a Vahaya, Machanecha Kaddish. So melo over here, the Gemara is asking on Shmuel, what are you saying? Vafilu Ishtimai, Lachayr Ishtay is Kigufai, Achayr Lav Kigufai, a regular person is not Kigufai, so for sure, Lachayr only Ishtay should be Mutter, and somebody else should not be Mutter. So let's be reminded of here, we have Shmuel's Shita. That everybody's mutter, anyone, it, as long as they're facing back to back, it's mutter. Now the Gemara is going to focus on this. Two people that are sleeping in one bed, they both let us flip, flip faces, kids are back to back, and they're both allowed to read Kriyashma. That's one b'risa. Another b'risa says, a person sleeping in a bed of Anuv of Nebesai, and his children and his Nebesai are next to him, so we'll have to see who they are. Pashas, they're just his children. Doesn't say anything about his wife. Unless there's a talus separating between him and the other person that's under the bed, under, under the blanket. So you see that, that it's also for a person to say Kriyashma, even to turn face to, even to turn back to back, because the only eight that the Braisa failed is for a person to put a talus between them. If they're Ketanim, which we'll see later what the cheer is, then it's mutter, because again, the Isra is only if there's a matzav of hirher, and if they're katarim, there's no matzav of hirher, and it's mutter. So what do you see? You see a steer. In one b'ayis it says, you're allowed to flip, allowed to turn faces. And one b'ayis it says, you're not allowed to. So Bishlam Allah Yosef, according to Abiy Yosef, that differentiated, that said that ishta is mutter, and acher is not mutter. Loi kasha habe ishta. The reason why ishta is mutter is because we said ishta kigufai. And a regular person doesn't have the concept of kigufai. And a male, there's a problem. So male, it's us. So that's the answer to the b'risa. One's ishtai and one's not ishtai. So when the b'risa says, He's not allowed to read. doesn't mean ishtai. It means his kids. His kids are the members of his family. But if his wife was there, it's mutter to read back to back. Not front to front. Back to back.
El Shmuel Kash, but according to Shmuel, it says it's always mutter. So where is Shmuel going to find the case that it's going to be also for a person to read Kriyashma again back to back? Even according to Yosef, that created a a a chiluk between Ishte and Acher, it's also it's also shvera. Tanya ha'yashim b'mita. He was sleeping in the mita, and here they take out the word ubanov. So then it just says ubnei beisay b'mita. So if it just says the words ubnei beisay, the Rishonim explain that we could assume that means Ishte. The only reason why in the Brisa before, which said ubnei beisay, we didn't assume it meant Ishte, was because it says banov ubnei beisay. So pashtus because banov don't come. I mean, hopefully banov don't come before Ishte. So, but here where it just says bnei beisay, the chay bnei beisay is a general term. And it should refer to anybody in your house. So it sounds like Ishtai. It says, what does it say? Yashimita Uvne Basebimita, which includes Ishtai. La Yikra Krishma. It says before she can't read Krishma. Elam Kain Haisa Talis Talisoy Mafsekis Banam. You have to have a separation, and it sounds like there's no other Aitsa. So you see in this Bhaisim of Furish that even Ishtai's Asar, and nobody holds it. Ishtai's Asar, right? We had your Basif that holds Ishtai's mother, we had Shmuel that holds everybody's mother. So the Khaya, there's no this Bhai says Tam Shar. So Elamayas the Khalmeva. When you when you face with this brayso, what do you have to say? You have to say obviously, even Rabbi Yosef, who was mechadish the grace, a good concept of Ishtai Kigufai, but obviously someone disagrees with this. It's a mechlekes tanam ladidi nami tanoi. According to me, also it's a mechlekes tanam. So you can't ask me a kasha from two brayses that one seems to say that it's also for two people to be back to back. Under a blanket to say Krishna al Tvaimachanachadish because that's a different shita. I'm not going like that shita, and I hold that it's mutter. So halacha so we basically have two shitas, so keep that in mind. Shmuel holds everybody's mutter, and a Yasif that we pass can like holds only Ishta, which is Kegufa is mutter, but a regular person is Usr and the Rishonim explain passions we're talking about that they're touching each other. If they're not touching each other, they have no shakhis to each other, so it shouldn't be a problem at all. Amamar. They're, tu- they're turning faces and they read Kriyashma. In fact, the Agvais is the Erva in the back. So if the Gemara is assuming that Agvais should be a problem of Erva, so again, we said they're touching each other, so the it should be a problem, even though they're facing back to back, but that should be a problem of Hayim HaChanecha Kaddish. The Gemara explains, so how could anybody hold its Motor Ish to anybody? The it's a problem of Erva. So the Gemara says, is a huge sight. Those are not considered an erva. It's only the front that's considered an erva. The back is not considered an erva. The Gemara is going to prove it. The Gemara derived from Ravuna. Now the halach is again, you're not allowed to say any bracha or any davish b'kdusha if you're undressed, if your erva is uncovered. Because So we have halach of here. Isha is allowed to sit. The aruma. She's allowed to take off chala even if she's aruma. Why? Because she could sit in the ground and cover over her erva. And Amela, she doesn't have a problem of Now it's interesting because even though you're not allowed to say Kriyashma opposite your wife who has any tefach that's uncovered like we'll see later in the Amud, but at Isha herself only has an insert to say Kriyashma or say any bracha if her erva is uncovered. To the Isha herself, it's only the erva itself. It's only to an Ish facing an Isha, that any part of the Isha's body is considered ever Very, very important Allah to know. And that's the reason why an Isha is in the mikveh, right? She stands taller, she stands up in the water, the water covers. What does it help? Her arms are still uncovered, and if you'd be facing an Isha with her arms uncovered, you wouldn't be able to make a bracha. Her hair is uncovered. You know, I'll make a bracha opposite an Isha whose hair is uncovered. Tarot says the Isha herself doesn't have that problem. 
The problem is only, and the lambdas are like this, an erva is becheftza an erva. The, the, the mahus of an erva is becheftza an erva. The only reason why a tefach and an isha is an erva is because if an ish sees that, it's ma'ir here, and a male, that creates like a new concept of erva. Any part of the isha that's ma'ir here is, 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 creates a new concept of erva. But for the isha herself, because she doesn't have that issue of here, so she goes back to the regular halacha, that it's not an erva, it's just like an ish. To her, the, her arms are just like an ish. But for an ish, it's a problem. So her, her real erva is a chef of an erva, so Mela, no matter there's, there's nothing to do it here, uh, erva is an erva and fire so Mela, she, she has to sit in the water up to her, we'll see about sitting in the water up to her stomach, Akapana, we'll see about that was alakas. but Akapana, but again, other parts of her body, it's not a problem, so that's her over here, the Isha, even though her whole guf is uncovered, but as long as she sits with her erva into the karka, there's no problem of having a problem of erva, but an ish can't sit, for te- technically he can't sit, he won't be able to cover himself just with karka, so Mela and ish will never have an eitzah to be able to be mafrish chala, even to stick his erva into the karka, because it's not shy finish to stick his erva into the karka, and a mela, it's, that, that's the reason why an ish doesn't have this eitzah to be mafrish chala, only an isha does. And I think, so, so what do you see from here? You see that even, the is assuming that even though she's covering her erva, but her agvis are sticking out, it's not shy that she should be completely mamish stumped in the ground, that everything's covered. Only the front erva is covered, but the back is uncovered. So you see that Agvis do not have a problem of erva. That's the Gemara's Raya from this base. That's the Gemara wants to prove. Ter Gemara of Nachem by Yitzchak, you're going, Shahoyu Paneha Teiches Bekar. Because like the Nachem Yitzchak, no, you have no Raya. Maybe really Agvis are a problem of erva. And the only reason why over there it's Mutter is because she's pushing herself completely into the Kaka, that the Agvis are also covered. So Mela, we don't have a Raya, but again, this Shaila. If Agvis have a problem on Mishra Merva, or they don't have a problem, it's Taka Shah on the Gemara, the Gemara is Taka Masupak over here. Do they have a problem of Erva? You have no Raya regarding that. And if Agvis would have a problem with Mishra then two people that are facing back to back would have to separate themselves, wouldn't be able to touch each other, even in the back, so it shouldn't be a Chashash of Erva. Huh? Well, no, because regular Erva is not uncovered. That's not Shaykh. For a man, it's physically not Shaykh. That's, that's the Cheshmi the Gemara. For a man, it's physically not Shaykh. It's only for an Isha. So, Mela for an Isha, she could stick herself in the karka, put a That's the Gemara seems to be assuming that a man, it's Pasha, unless a man digs a hole. It's Pasha, not Shaykh, technically. And a male, that's the reason why it's Osir. Now we're going to talk about what's considered an erva regarding age. Now, this should not be confused with the Allah of Yichud. That's a different din. But these are Allah's Pasha, what's considered an erva. For hear her and for consider the erva if you're facing it, if, it's consi- if, if you can't read Kriyashma. If your children are Ketanim, you're allowed to be under the built blanket with them and say Kriyashma. A girl till three years old. And a boy, nine years old, which that's the Shir Bia for Bia called Herkula. And that is considered the Shir for erva and some shittas hold like that for yichud most shittas do not hold like that but akabana more learning the sugi of erva so we'll focus on erva but again erva of chizda holds that it's dependent on the shir bia ikadami the second shita which we paskin tineikas basir alaf shanami mechan and tineikas even though she's not a gedela if she's 11 years old she's old enough that she should be considered an erva the tineik ben shtemes shanami mechan and a tineik that's 12 years old both of them until it reaches the shear there's a passage we say in the Haggadah which means her body or his body is completely uh, uh, matured and a male a person like that is considered an erva till so basically the, the year is a year before godless 11 years old for a tinaikis and 12 years old for a tinaik then he's considered old enough that his erva is considered an erva and this is a very relevant thing the person has his older daughter running around. She shouldn't be running around like that. But if she is, you're not allowed to say any bracha in front of her or a child or a son. 
that's 11 years old, or to 12 years old, you're not saying you're not saying in front of him. Awesome. Oh, so again, remember yesterday we had a machlokes. Shmuel held that in we're putting your tefillin by your bed. Shmuel said you're allowed to put it under your pillow, even if it's ishta yimai. And we said that you're allowed to do it because it's so important to guard your tefillin that it's mutter. Baruch Hashem, everyone's going to chazer today. So Mel, they're going to remember chazer this gemara. They're going to remember this gemara. But that's what Shmuel says. So the shaila is like this. And we pass like Shmuel. So Amalei of Kanalei Vashi Hasam on my Rava over the year on on Chav Gimel Aves. Rava said Afagav the Tiyuf to the Shmuel. Even though the gemara had a pircha on Shmuel, like we saw yesterday, Hilchas Hakavasei the Shmuel. We pass again like Shmuel. Hachamai. What about the machlekes over here that we said that Shmuel holds that it's mutter for anybody to sleep under to be under a, a blanket together and say Kriyishma, not just Ishta Yima. Do we pass like Shmuel in this also? Here we also pass like Shmuel. Amale Atu. Kulu bechada machta machtino. This is very important. A lot of times you find this in Svarim, this concept. And the word means: Do we did we sew them all in one sewing? Do we we weave them actually? Are they all woven together? Is everything woven together? Because it's an expression. Just because I said it in one place, Allah is Shmuel doesn't mean everything Shmuel said. Allah is like him. We do not pass in like Shmuel Pashtas. We pass in like Abiyah. So that it's Aser for anybody to sit even even back to back. It's Aser under a blanket to say Krishma. And again, only if it's touching. But Ishtayimai would be Mutter. What about if a person's Sar of his Erva is sticking out of his Begit? Is that considered Erva? It's only the Sar. Karalei, sar, sar, he read. Oh, he sar, what's the big deal? Sar, sar, he made like an expression. So sar of an erva is not a problem. The here of the erva is not a problem. This should not be confused with the here of an isha. We're going to learn about that in a minute. This is the here of an erva sticking out, which is Pashas and ish, or maybe ish line of an ish would have the same svar, because that, maybe that sar is different. But Akbarna for sure an ish, the sar would be mutter, would not be considered an erva. Now we're going to focus on the halachas of isha. These are very, very relevant halachas. Omar Vitzchok, tefach be isha erva, a tefach. That's uncovered in an isha is considered an erva. Lamai, what are we talking about? To steer at an isha. Why? By the Mulchama of Midian does the terror list the Tachshitim that an isha wears on the outside, like bracelets and these kind of Tachshitim. In Tachshitim Shebifnim, with the Tachshitim that she wears on her inner, on her guf itself, which is a kumas, different kinds of tachshitim uh, that she wears inside and in covered parts of her body, and the Torah lists them all together that they brought these, uh, these all these uh, kinds of tachshitim. They brought as a kapara. So why do we put together all the tachshitim, the bracelets and the tachshitim that are inside? They teach you a very important din. Anyone that steers at an, a, even the tiny pinky of an isha keilo mistakel it's as if he's looking at the Mokim HaTayr. So this is a very important halachas that we have to know. What exactly is the Isser Histaklus? The Isser, there are different Magdragas of Histaklus. So the Histaklus that we're talking about over here is there is an Isser to look at an Isha in any part of her guf to have Hana of looking at her. So a person has to be careful, especially when you deal with women in business. You have to be careful that you shouldn't be Nishal on this. Even if she's totally Tzniyas, there's an Isser to look at an Isha in any part of her guf to have Hana from looking. That is an, that's what the Gemara is talking about over here. And that, that's called histaklus, which means to look to have hana. That's usher even if, it, that's usher only if you're having hana. The isha to look at an isha that's not dressed properly is also only an isha histaklus, but that is usher even if 
you are not having enough. There's an issue to look at something on an isha that's not dressed properly. There's an issue to look at her erva, which is technically any part that's tefach, is also to look at, even if you're not having enough, his stockless is the iser. And then the third thing is by ishta, or a relative, maybe that, let's talk about ishta for a second, ishta, where there's no problem of hear her, then the iser is only to say kriyashma, like we'll see in a second, in front of a if part of her, if a tefach and her guf is uncovered, there's an iser to say kriyashma. So those are the three levels of looking at an isha. An isha, even if she's covered, there's an isha to be in stakel, and Isha that's not covered properly, there's an Isha to just be mistakel, even not for Hana. And even Ishta, it's Asr, Akapana for Dabashabektusha, she has to be covered, a Tefach cannot be uncovered in order to say Dabashabektusha. So the Gemara is asking us, so what's this case? <coughs> You're saying Tefach be Isha Erva. So for some reason, the Gemara does not explain this as the middle case. The Gemara could have said, a Tefach be Isha Erva is, if a Tefach is uncovered, you're not allowed to steer, even if it's anybody. The answer is Mustama, because even if it's less than a Tefach, there'd be an Isser to look at an Isha who's uncovered, not Sneas, so there's no dinner of a Tefach. The only time it's relevant to Tefach is, like the Gemara, Ela be Ishtai Uli Kriyashma. If a Tefach of a person's Ishtai is uncovered in a place where it's supposed to be covered, then he's not allowed to say Kriyashma or any Brachas or anything else if she's uncovered. The thigh, which means the knee up in an isha, pashtas, most of like that. The thigh of an isha is considered an erva. It says about Klaiso, when she goes to Golis, she's going to have to reveal her shaykh. She'll have to reveal her thigh. And the pasuk defines that as a gilu erva, that it's going to be a bizarre for Klaiso when she's going to have to pick up her, reveal her shaykh when she's passing through the river. So you see over there that a shaykh is considered an erva, and there's a discussion in the Achrenim, why does the Torah, why does Chazal have to speak out specifically that a shaykh is an erva? You just told me any place that's uncovered, that's definitely covered as an erva. Some place can say that the shaykh is more chamer, and even if it's less than a tafach, there's an isra to be great. Kriyashma, there's all the, all the pshatim, but Akabana, for technical purposes, we'll just say the din. The din is that a shaykh is considered an erva, and you're not allowed to read Kriyashma opposite the shaykh, even if, isht, even if it's ishtay. Omar Shmuel, this is very relevant halacha. Koyel be'isha erva. There's an iser of a koyel, which means a sing song, not a not a isha. It's just talking. There's an iser. There's an iser to hear to a, a a a voice of an isha. We'll explain in a second. Shenemaki koyelich oyev umarich nove. The Torah describes Klal The Navi describes Klal as a a beautiful voice. So obviously it's a makom taiva in an isha and a male. There's an iser. So where is it relevant? So let's make the cheshbon. A regular isha. There's an iser to listen to the koyel. Akapanim to have a at least to listen to the koyel because basically basically participating in a matzav of erva. But where it's very relevant is your ishta. If everyone in the family is singing berachas hamazon together, it's a big shaila. If your wife is singing also, you're not allowed to say berachas hamazon because she's singing. She's not a singer. You're learning in the house. Which Baruch Hashem we all do, and your wife is singing a song. It's not so posh. It probably is posh. This also, you know, or your daughter singing. It's koyel b'yishev. There's nothing to do with her. You're not allowed to say a davish if there's any voice of a woman that's singing. So either you may see class, you don't listen to it, you put something in your ears, or you're not allowed to learn at that time. And so there is some some kind of cool if the whole family singing together. Maybe you don't notice it, but a person should try to avoid such a situation that if it's a koyel, a sing song koyel, it's considered an erva. Yeah, Pashtas, Pashtas, yeah. Om Rav Shesha, Sarbi Isha Erva, the here of an Isha is an Erva. Shenemar Sarech Keidur Ha'izim, we're giving praise to the Klai Yisrael, who's compared to an Isha, that her here is like Izim, like Keidur Izim, beautiful here. So you see again that here is considered a beautiful part of the Isha. Now again, so why is there no Isha to say Krishma in front of an unmarried girl 
who has her hair uncovered, the Chayadah should be an Iser. The Tarot says again, we're only talking about things that are generally covered. So if the minute is that unmarried girls walk around with their hair uncovered, so Melo, that's not considered an Erev. It's only by an Isha that's here is supposed to be covered. For example, your wife, so Melo, you now say Kriyashma, if your wife's hair is uncovered, and this is very important, the person has to realize, Tam Chazal say, if a person's hair, or Isha's hair is uncovered in her house, Achmon Tzana brings Anius to the house, even a few hairs, but you should be very careful that even though may, we, there's discussion what's considered Benegea, what Isha is to cover for her hair, but Akapana for a schooler for Panasa, we all look for a schooler for Panasa, person has to be careful that his wife's hair should be all covered, no hair should be sticking out, Achmon Tzana shouldn't be a problem of Anius in the house. Now we go back to Tefillin. I saw Rebbe that he hung his tefillin, he held his tefillin up, he was hanging them, which is considered a bizarre. A person hangs his tefillin, it should be his life should hang. The reason why his life should hang is because your tefillin is your life. Your kiheim chayenu is your tefillin, and your tire your tefillin. So a person hangs his tefillin, his life is hanging in the balance. The Gemara brings a Pasuk. Darshi Chamuris Amr, the people that used to darsh in Drasha said, The Pasuk says in the Taichicha that Klaus Rachmans on their life will be hanging. Zehatayelet Philip is a person that hangs his tefillin. So you see, now they hang his tefillin. So how is Rabbi Lada hang his tefillin? One is, if you're holding it by the Ritzua, if you're holding it by the strap and the bias is hanging down, that's a design. But if you hold it by the Ketzitza, which is the bias itself, so the straps are hanging down, that's not considered a design. And now, if a person is putting on his tefillin, there's a makam hakel. If you have to hang your tefillin in any way, a person should try to hold it by the bias. But the point is, if you're doing it with that's not a problem. But it's talking about a guy hangs his tefillin up on the hook or something, or he's walking around holding his tefillin like that, that's considered a bizarre. I'll tell you where it's relevant. Where it's relevant the next tarets. So according to this tarets, if you hold it by the bias, it's motor. If you hold it by the strap, it's usher. If you buy the same loishna it doesn't make a difference. You hold it by the strap, loishna gets or you hold it by the bias. Usser, it's usser, so now we're going to have a big problem. Guy puts on his tefillin, he holds it by the thing, by the bias, and his tefillin hangs out, it should be a problem. So that's what it's relevant to say, that if it's a tzorich hanacha, it's mutter. So you're putting your tefillin, that's the concern of hanacha. But to hang your tefillin on a strap, hang your tefillin, even by the bias, according to this tarot, a person should try to avoid it. And where is it mutter? V'chi talo rebi, bekista talo. He held, he hung it in the strap, which means a person, in the case, I mean, a person hangs the case, that's not considered a bazillion. Some people are mocked with Tomamish holding tefillin like this. But technically, a person can even hang the case of his tefillin. And that's not considered a bazillion for the tefillin. The Gemara says, what's the habit? Why would you think it is a bazillion? Remember, why is that a bazillion? It's, it's in the case. Why is that considered a bazillion? There's a special loch in a sefer tayr. A person is not allowed to transport a sefer tayr and hang it. Very important. A person can't have a suitcase with a sefer tayr inside, Pashtas, because he's hanging the sefer tayr. You're not allowed to hang a sefer tayr, even in the case. So the loch is you have to hold it. So Mela, you would think that tefillin is just like a sefer tayr. Pamashmalan, in this din, tefillin is less chomer than a sefer tayr. And Mela, you're allowed to hang tefillin in the case. So that was going to remember this, and we fahar the island. How many differences do we have between tefillin and sefer tayr? Right now, we just have number one that you're allowed to hang a you're allowed to hang tefillin in the case, but you're not allowed to hang. The Sefer Torah, we're going to get another Nafkimina Mitzvah Hashem. Um, not today. We're going to have another Nafkimina. Another thing the Rebbe did. Shagiheik, which means he burped. He, he, that's what Rashi explains. Upiheik is he yawned. This is all talking about during davening. Vinis Atish, and Pashtus means he sneezed. We'll see in a minute. There's different kinds of Nisatish. Virok, and he spit. This is all during davening. Umamashvish, Bibigdai, and he had a bug on him, a, a kina on him, and he moved around his begotten to get rid of it. All this during davening, but if his talus fell off, 
he wouldn't put it back on, which is actually relevant. The chatechila, person's talus falls off, he shouldn't put it back on. The reason why we do is because the person stands without a talus, he's very embarrassed, and the shteris is davening, anything the is davening, you're allowed to fix. So maybe that's why we put back on the talus. So make it then, a person like chatechila shouldn't put, if he's not in his house, he doesn't care, he shouldn't put it back on his talus because it's considered a hefsik. Ukushum mefaik, and when he was mefaik, so we said in Amaralf, the mefaik means to yawn. I don't know if I touch that. Kiyak means a burp, piyak means a yawn. When he was, when he yawned, he put his mouth, his hand over his mouth. Uh, Santero is like a chin. He, he, he shouldn't be bizarre. He didn't stand in front of the Bani Shalom with your mouth open like mamish, like an animal. So he covered his mouth. So that, that's what the things that Rebbe did. So we're going to go through every single one. A person that tavins loud, if the purpose is not to kavana. If the purpose is because you want the Bani Shalom to hear me, so you're Mikitani Amana. The Bani hears you right here. He's right in front of you. You don't have to yell at him. He'll hear you. Whisper to him, he'll hear you. So Mela, you don't have to you don't have to talk loud unless you're doing it for Kavana. Hamagbiya Kralibit Fila is a person that that brings not just makes his voice, but he he davens really, really, really loud. Mamish high. Hareza Midviya Shekhar. That's Mamish like a Navi Shekhar who makes grace announcements, grace addresses. Person should not daven so loud again. This is only if he's doing it not Latarah Kavana. Megahik and Mefahik, that's what we said about Rebbe. Those two things. Hareza Megasi Aruch. It shows that you're Balgaiva. You're very comfortable with yourself in front of the Banishlo and you're yawning and you're burping and making all these things. You're very comfortable. So that's Gasi Aruch. Hamis Atish Bitulasi, a person sneezes. Simon Rala, it's a bad Simon. Some say it shows that you're a disgusting person, so we have a big problem. Rebbe did these th- some of these things, and once I went and finished, someone who spits in his tefillah during his tefillah, kilo rock. It's like you speak in front of the face of the Benish when you're facing him. How could he spit in front of him? So, how did Rebbe do all these things if we say in the Bryce it's also? So, I was going to go through. Person Lo'inus had such a situation, so what's he supposed to do? It's not, a, it's not about guy, it's only if a person's oh, yawning, making himself comfortable during Shmanasere, then it's a bazillion, then it's a, considered a Gase Rach. But if a person does a Lo'inus, that's not a problem. Ela Atish, Atish Kasha, because every sneeze is Lachayra Lo'inus. So every sneeze is Lo'inus. So how could Rabbi Miss Atish, if in this Bryce it says a person is Miss Atish, it's a Tzimunra, and it shows your Machur, what's the Pshat? So your mom makes a difference. It's a different kind of misatish. There is a sneeze, and then there's a misatish melamata, which means to pass gas. So we're going to differentiate between the two. Misatish and misatish namalikasha. Kan melamayla, kan melamata. On top, a sneeze is not considered a bad thing. Melamata is considered a bizarre. The Gemara is going to discuss it soon. It's considered a bizarre. And a male that Rebbe didn't do, Rebbe just sneezed. And the Gemara is going to explain that for care, sneezing is considered a good thing. Dom Reb Zeira. So you don't know if he was wearing his phone. Maybe he wasn't wearing his tefillin, maybe he was doing mincha. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe mincha, you know, I shouldn't say that, because he probably wore tefillin the whole day, but maybe he wasn't wearing his tefillin in the chai. Dalmer of Zeir HaMilsa Ivluli Revam Be'er of Amnuna. This thing, Rav Amnuna, by the Besmedash of Amnuna, I learned, Utekila Li Kikula Talmudai. This was worth, Mamish, everything that I learned, this halacha was so important to me. This is what Rav Zeir said. What was it? What was he? What he learned? Hamis atish b'tfilas. Someone that sneezes in his tfilas. Simon yafeloi. It's a good simon. Kishem shaisim loy nachas ruach malamata. Just like they give you a nachas ruach, it's very gishmak to sneeze. Kach aisim loy nachas ruach malamayla. It's a simon that your bakasha is going to be answered. The person sneezes during davening. If he doesn't have a cold, it's a simon that they doing that the is going to do nachas ruach for him. So Chizdi used to sneeze often. I'm saying Zayir. So he loved this halacha. It was very important to him that the rebbeinu is answering his tfilas. I can put him, you see from here, that an itush is not objectively a problem, it's only if it's an itush milamata. But a sneeze is considered, if I care, a simon yafala, it's considered a maridikazach, a person sneezes during davening.
So when we dive, we don't think like we have such a relationship with the Bani We should realize when you, sne- when you sneeze during the day, there's no such thing. When you're standing in Tefillah, the Bani Shalom is relating directly to you. And if you sneeze, you should know it's a simon. Uh, the Bani Shalom is doing your Nachas Ruach. It's a simon. The Bani Shalom is pleased with you and is going to answer your Tefillahs. El Aruch, Aruch, Hash, what about spitting during the oven? You let it spit. So Lachai Rabbi spit, and the Bari says, you're not let it spit. We're talking about like a Yehuda. A person is davening, and he got roiked, he had to spit out. So well, let's not get technical here. In those days, people were much less uh, finicky. So the Allah says, you, you're mavliyad in your beged. No, you don't want to spit, so you mavliyad in your beged. If it's a very nice uh, shirt, or a very nice uh, jacket, you don't want to get it full of spit. You put it into your handkerchief. So Mela, you see that these are eights that so Rebbe spit, he spit into his talus or into his handkerchief, he did something like that, and that is considered a it's only to spit in front of you. That's considered a, a, a bad thing to do during davening. Ravina is standing behind Yavashi, he ended up getting roik in his mouth, he spit it behind him. So now you see a new Eitzah. person has roik, he could spit it behind him. Why do you spit it behind you? You should have been mavlia, like we said before. You should put it into your 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 afaksusay, something else. Mavlia You should have spit it into your handkerchief. I'm a very finicky person, so that explains us. And in Mela, we don't have the, we don't spit into handkerchiefs. So Mela, he the only eitzah he had was to spit behind him. Nowadays we have tissues, maybe it's easier. But Akapadim, Dalach is a person doesn't have an eitzah. He's allowed to spit behind him. That's not considered bezayin. It's just in front of him. That's considered a bezayin. A person davens loud during Shemunasi, we're talking about. A person davens Shemunasi loud, he's mikatani amana, amr avuna, lo yishonu, lo shiyoch, lo chavna, sleep of lachash. It's only if you're able to have kavana, if you daven quietly. Lo yishonu, lo chavna, sleep of lachash. Motor, but if you know you can't have kavana, it's motor. So all those guys that stand in shul and go, that whisper and make you crazy, it sounds like from this Gemara that it's motor. But the Gemara adds one line that we have to keep in mind. It's only if you're davening by yourself. If you're davening b'tzibur, you have no right to daven loud and stare at the tzibur. You're staring the tzibur, and that's enough of a reason, even if you're not going to be able to have kavana, because the tzorich of a yachid comes. The tzorich of a tzibur always comes before the tzorich of a yachid. Like we saw a few days ago, a person that davens b'yichidus klape davening b'tzibur is mamish kamandlo itzoli dami. Davening b'tzibur is so important. So mela, even if you're staring the tzibur, it's better to daven without kavana and daven quietly. Maybe it's better to daven at home. That's why some say the brisk is a lot of times daven at home. But upon him, a person should not when he's b'tzibur, he's not allowed to daven loud. Rabbi, even when he's saying yalav yavi, the place can say a person's not allowed to say yalav yavi loud because it's a bizarre for tefillah. The chazanish says a person shouldn't say it out loud. You give a clap before davening, and that's good enough, hopefully, for most of us. Rabbi Abba have a kamishdamet Abba kept away from a Yehuda. Now let's bear in mind. They lived in, in Bavel, and he wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael. Now, that sounds like a wonderful thing. What could be better? Go up to Eretz Yisrael. So he kept away from a Yehuda to have a kaboy l'meisek l'aretz He wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael. He lived in Bavel. He wanted to go to, uh, up to Eretz Yisrael. But Yehuda said, Dama Rabbi Yehuda, Kolo oile mi Bavel l'aretz Yisrael, oiver ba'aseh. A person goes up from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, he's oiver in aseh, shenemar, Bavela yuvo v'sham yu. The Pasuk says they're going to go to Bavel and Golis, and they're going to stay there. Ad yoyim pakti Hashem. Told the day that I called them back. Now, really, it's a little bit schwer because the Abishter took us back in the second base of But apparently, Abu Yehuda held that this Pasik includes until Lost Lavei, until Mashiach, Mehavi Amenu, and Amela. He held the Anala to leave Bubble to go up to Eretz Israel. So Abu Abba didn't want to meet Abu Yehuda because he wanted to go up to Eretz Israel. So Amela, he wanted to sneak by him. Paul Abba said Abu Yehuda was the Shiva, so he wanted to hear Abu Yehuda had to say. So Amrali said, 
want to hear one more word from Yehuda, and then I'll go up. He heard a Tana that was saying in front of Yehuda, a person standing in Tefillah, she was misatish, which means melamata. So now, a person is not allowed to do it lachatchila, but by accident, it happens, so what do you do? You wait till the smell goes away, and then you continue davening. Now, now that's one sheet, one shot on what he heard from Yehuda, so you wait till the smell goes away, and he continued davening. Some say, what do you hear from Yehuda? He was standing in Tefillah, so this is before it happened. So now he can't hold it in. He asked him, Satish, so the is like, we pass like this, Allah. You have to walk back, for Amis, who miss Atish, because you're not allowed to be Miss Atish in front of the Rabbanu Shalom in Milt Fila. You miss Atish over there. Who mamten atchiach la reach or haruach. You wait till the smell goes away. The chayzeh mispal. You come back to your tefillah and you say like this. Vayimer, you say, Rabbanu Shalom, mitzartani. You created us. Nikavim, nikavim with holes. Chalum, chalulim with hollows. Golav yadua lefanachat megula to you. Charpaseinu, our embarrassment. Uklipaseinu in our busha. Bechayenu in our life. This is a representation of the busha of a person's guf. And at the end of our life, as Rima persons and worms. That's the a person. That's the message of this. When it happened in the middle of davening, that's the message that a person has to walk away with. And you continue where you left off. Ta'alach is nowadays. A person isn't such a massive. He doesn't have to walk unless he's not embarrassed. But a person's embarrassed. He doesn't have to walk back to Alamas because it's covered up. A person could just say it where he's davening. But then a person should walk back. And say this tefillah, it walk back past this, and then come back and say the tefillah. Sounds like sounds like from the Gemara, you say the tefillah when you already came back. It says the chayzer umispal v'oimer. It sounds like you come back and then you say the tefillah. Oh my lay, Rav Abba said, "Eiloi basi al lishmaya davas adai was kedai pasha to hear this halacha. What a person, how a person has to fearzach if he has to be misatish." Tony Rabbanon, we're going back to the halacha of erva. Hayashim b'talis, a person sleeping with a talis. They again, they slept, they slept without. Without any, uh, without clothing in those days, without any pajamas, and a mela, this person was sleeping with a talis. And he can't stick his head out. So again, they were going to see what's not allowed to be uncovered when you say kriyashma. Be'ikar, it's your face, and you're not allowed to see the erva. So if you're lying on your blanket, the eitzah is to cover, to stick your head out, cover the blanket over your neck. We're going to see, and that's not. Then you're good. Then, you're not, then your eyes don't see the erva, even though you have an erva. But everyone always has an erva. So mela, this is only for your face, for your eyes to see the erva. So, but it, the problem is, it's too cold. So it's too cold. You can't take your head out from under the blanket. So your head has to be under the blanket together with the erva. So what's the eitzah? You bunch up. You're still under, but you bunch up the talus or the the baguette under your neck. So now your head. And your erva is separate, and now you could read Kriyashma. But we don't pass like this. We pass like the second Shita. Some say you have a problem. We're going to see later there's an Isser for your lave to see the erva, which means you have to have something tight separating your lave and the erva. A person has to wear a belt. That's, the, that's one of the Makaris where Agaratil comes from. Because if you're wearing a long begad without any belt tightening between the lave and the erva, it's a problem. So yeah, over here, so either, either you can bunch up by your neck. The other, according to the second sheet, that's not good enough because your lave is seeing the erva. So you have to bunch up between by your stomach between the lave and the erva and the and the middle of that's the pshat over here. And the lumdus is like this. A person is made up of three parts. A person is made up of his intelligence, his emotions, and his physical animalistic instincts. So your intelligence is your head. So that everybody agrees you have to separate from your animalistic, from your erva. Your lave is in between. It's your emotional. So on one hand, it's a little bit intelligence. A person's lave is that it should be, should be a murdic intellectual part of his goof. 
but also it has taivus in it. So Mela, that's a machlaikis, is the lave. Do you have to keep the lave separate from the erva, or don't you have to keep the lave separate from the erva? That's the machlaikis. We paskin, the lave has to be separate from the erva. So Mela is going to even ask a kasha. But Tanakama, erva. the lave is seeing the erva, and that's an iser. And for the Gemara, Kasavar, Liba, Roya, Esa, Erva, Mutter. The Tanakama holds there's no problem with the lave seeing the erva. You don't have to make a hefsek between them. And Mela, it's Mutter. It's very relevant. Not really so relevant, but some for halacha. A person standing in the water. So if you, have, if you hold that, has to be a hefsek between Liba, Erva. So you have to make sure your head is out of the water and your lave is out of the water and the water should be past your lave. And then the erva that's in the water, we're going to learn about that later. The next blah is considered a, a covering. But if you pull the water on, above your lave, so your lave and the erva are both in the water, so then it's a problem. The reason why Ben Isha might not be a problem, we'll see about when Isha makes a bracha on the mikvah, so Yeshua him that she really should stand with her, with her lave out of the water. Yeshua, she doesn't have to stand. The machlekes is because Anisha's erva is on the bottom. So now it's a shiloh as a problem of Liberia's erva by Anisha. But right now, technically, we're talking about an ish. So for an ish, it's for sure a problem Liberia's erva. So Mela, it's also for an ish. Where we paskin, he has to have a hefsek between his lave and the erva. Now we're going to go to the halacha that a person is now allowed to say brachas or learn Torah when he's in a mavois hamitunaf. It's a, dir- a place with with soya and it with dirty things in it. A person's work walking in a dirty place. He's allowed a big chiddush. He's allowed to put his hand over his mouth and read kriyshma because now his mouth is separate from the place and he's allowed to read kriyshma. and make a would tell this to me with his own mouth. Loit sayasnala. I wouldn't listen to him. This is too big of a chiddush. We don't pass like this. You can't just cover your mouth and say kriyishma. You now say anything if you're in a makim hamatunif. Ikadami amir rabba b'chanan b'shulam alevi. Some say rabba b'chanan some name b'shulam alevi. Ha'im halachim v'yisam matunaf. This person's walking in a dirty place. Meniach yodei alpev. The kriyishma. You let it cover your mouth and say kriyishma. Amalei chizda. Chizda said ha'aloykim im amalei b'shulam alevi b'pumei loit sayasnala. B'shulam alevi would tell it to me himself. I would not listen to him. Sayasna means to listen. I would not listen to him. So now we have a machlekes. Avuna says it's aser, and Rabbi Yechanan or Rabbi Shmuel says it's mutter to cover your mouth and say kriyishma. Fatima Amir, I will be the for the bathroom. Person in the bathroom, if he's dressed, the lachayish should be able to cover his mouth and say kriyishma according to Rabbi Shmuel Levi. We don't pass like this, but Akapal Matzah Rabbi Shmuel Levi holds. Fatima Amir, Avuna Hachi did Avuna say that it's aser? <coughs> I'm sorry, Avuna is the one that said it's mutter. If Avuna said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan that it's mutter to walk and cover your mouth. The Ha'amir Avuna Avuna says, Tamid Chacham, Osir Loi Lamud, Yimokamatinefis, the Fishayefshu Loi Lamud, Belay, hear her tire. A Tamid Chacham is now let it stand for an extended period of time in a place where there's a Mokamatinefis. If you're driving your kid and you're about to take him to the babysitter and you realize he made a dirty diaper, instead of dumping him by the babysitter and pretending like you didn't smell it before you dropped him off, if you're driving in the car, of course, we all learn when we're sitting in the car, you have to make sure that you don't smell the diaper. Or Akapanam is not close enough to you, you should smell it because we're all Tamid Chachamim and we all think and learning when we're traveling and really you have to make sure that you're not Oymid the Mokam You have to avoid a situation that you shouldn't be standing, sitting in a place where it's a Mokam You shouldn't be able to learn. Person should always make sure he has the opportunity to learn. It's only if it smells? Yeah, also we're going to learn about that. It, it, pa- technically speaking, because it's covered, because it's under his pants, so if you don't smell it, Pashtas, it's Motamikar, then we're going to learn about that a little bit later. But Akapanam, if it smells, for sure it's also. <clears throat> So what's the kasha? You're telling me the Rav Huna holds you allowed to cover your mouth and say and, that, and say Krishna. Now you tell me Rav Huna holds you not allowed to even think of learning. So make up your mind if you can't think of learning, for sure you can't cover your mouth and say Krishna. So kasha. If you're standing in one place like the lashon of the of Rav, of Rav Huna, 
then it's also The reason why it's usher is because that's your machana. When you stand in one place, that's your machana. You're standing in one place. is not kaddish. If you're if you're if you're thinking of learning and there's a dover shebe, let's talk about here we're talking about a smelly thing in your machana. If you're walking, then it's not your machana. So now the Gemara holds if you're walking, it would be mutter like the case of Ravuni. He was walking. When you're walking, then it's not a problem. We do not pass like this. But right now, this is the Gemara's tzad <coughs> that if you're walking, you're allowed to cover your mouth and say kriyishma. Fact the Gemara. So again, the whole sheet that started off over here was Avuna in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, that you're allowed to cover your mouth. So Yigmar has over here, Rabbi Yechanan says, you're allowed to think and learning, except for the bathhouse and the bathroom. So what do you see? You're not allowed to even think and learning. So if you're not allowed to think and learning, for sure you're not allowed to cover your mouth. Now here, Rabbi Yechanan says that it's Asr, and the Gemara, well, the Gemara is going to try the Territ in a second, but I can put him here, Rabbi Yechanan says, that it's also to think and learning in the base of Merchatz. And before, Rabbi Yechanan said, you're allowed to cover your mouth while you're walking in my voice, I'm a So the Gemara wants to say that maybe there's a difference between walking and standing, like we just said. That if you're walking, it's not a problem because it's not a machana, because you're walking. But if you're oimid, it's a problem. So when Rabbi Yechanan answered was where he was standing. But when he was, walk, when he was walking, it's mutter. Avavo was walking after Rabbi Yechanan. So this is Rabbi Yechanan talking. Kriyashma was reading Kriyashma. When he got to a dirty place, he was silent because Rabbi holds you can't cover your mouth. He holds you can't cover your mouth to say Kriyashma. So he was quiet. So after he finished, he asked him, Where do I have to go back? If you remember, we learned that Allah is a person's mafsik, kula. The, the amount that it takes to say the whole Kriyashma from beginning to end, you have to go back. So Rabbi Yechonah responded, If you waited the amount to finish the whole thing, you have to go back. So why does Rabbi Yechonah you have to go back? He stopped only because he, he couldn't say Kriyashma. Rabbi Yechonah holds you a lot of say Kriyashma. Rabbi Yechonah holds you can cover your mouth. Very important halacha. The Isser, the, the din that you have to go back is only if you had to stop because you weren't allowed to say Kriyashma. A person just spaced out and he didn't say Kriyashma for 20 minutes. That's not considered a half sick that he's not allowed to go back. It's only if you weren't allowed to say. So if you see that Abyechanan told Rebbevo that you have to go back, obviously Abyechanan holds that there is no Eitzah for a person to be able to say Kriyashma while he's walking in the voice of the office. And we just said Abyechanan holds that there is an Eitzah. Cover your mouth. So if I to Gemara, Abyechanan holds it's awesome. No. Really Abyechanan holds it's motor. Abyechanan was telling Rebbevo According to you, Rabbi Vohu, that hold, that it's us, sir, you holding out to cover your mouth, so according to you, you have to go back. Me, myself, I hold you out to cover your mouth, so I don't have this problem at all. But I'm just telling you, Upsak, you ask me, Allah, I'm going to tell you the Upsak. Let's see inside. Hachi Karmalei. Lidi di, lois sviruli. I hold you out to say Kriyashma when you cover your mouth. Lidi dach, the sviruli, according to you, that holds that you're not allowed to say Kriyashma even if you cover your mouth. Im shahi, if you wait till the amount that you have to, that you finish the whole Kriyashma, it's considered a hefsik, and you have to go back to the beginning of Kriyashma. Now the Gemara is going to bring two braces. Do we pass in the Yolada cover your mouth, or do we not pass in the Yolada cover your mouth? Tanik have said you have Huna Bryce like a Huna that you are allowed to cover your mouth. Tanik have said you have Huna Bryce like a Huna that you're not allowed to cover your mouth. Tanik have said you have Huna Mahalach Mavoysam with an office. Person's walking in a dirty place. Meneach Yodiyal Kriyashma. You cover your mouth, you say Kriyashma, everything's Gavaldik. You're not allowed to read Not only that, not only you're not to start saying Kriyashma, but if you're reading Kriyashma, you have to stop. So there's like a chizda. You're not even cover your mouth. There's always paskin. Person's not allowed to cover his mouth. If he's standing in a place that's dirty, you're not allowed to say anything. You're not allowed to think of learning. You're not allowed to do anything. 
Now the Gemara says, Mori de Kazakh. Loi Pasek Mai. Let's say a person doesn't stop. He wants to finish Kriyashmar. He's so busy with a sugya. He doesn't want to stop. Omer Amiyashi Barbara de Bishom Levi. Allah that cost of Omer. About him, the Pasek says, Begam Anino Satil Hamdebishta says, I gave them Chukim Loitavim, mitzvahs that are not good. Umishpatim Loyichubem. And Mishpatim de Rahman Sand. Don't give a person Chias because if a person realizes when you're learning Torah, Saya Uli's Gefarlacha things represent. Bad things. When you're learning Torah, everything is perfect. There's nothing going on in the world. So you're not allowed to say Torah, Mokim Tzoyah, Mokim anything. That's Matona from Mokim Erva. And if a person does that, he's demonstrating that Rahman Slan, it's Chukim Loitoyvim. It's not good. It's a Bezoyim for Torah. And the Mark continues. Gavasi Yomar, a different Pasuk. The Navi laments a person that pulls on himself an Avera. For a silly thing, a person did a silly aver. What's a silly aver? He said, Krishma, you're trying to do a mitzvah. Don't do mitzvahs. Don't do mitzvahs in a place. You're not supposed to do mitzvahs. So it's a oven that's pulled on. A shav means garnish. For a silly reason, a person was over an aver. That's the second pasuk that what a person does. If a person doesn't stop. The pasuk says he was mevaze. The word of the Rebbeinu Shalom, and this, even though this is a pasuk in the Torah, on the Torah, everyone else is busy with pesukim that are in Tanakh. But the reason is because this is a very, very serious pasuk. The end of the pasuk says he cursed, he cursed terrible things. Person's mevazet the Torah, the Chmolsan he gets cursed. It could be the other Amiran but I didn't want to avoid such a serious avera. But I compared him this of Adabrava. He said a person Chmolsan says Torah in such a place. It's Dvar Hashem Baza, and a male Chmolsan he gets cursed for it. And remember Adabrava. Was from the Rishayim. Remember that story? He was the one that pulled off the beggar from the Kusas. So the Rishayim always took Ruchni is very, very seriously, and merely he gave a very, very serious Einish for a person that learns Torah in a Makkah Matunif. Then Pasuk Maschar, let's say a person stops, what's his Chai, Amr Abavo, Allah, the Kos of Aimer, about him, it says, Ubadabar Hazet, Tarichu Yabim, if you're, you're a person, Zaychet, Tavarichus Yabim, if you stop saying Krishna or learning in a place, if you're Mechabed, the Torah, you're Zaychet, Tarichus Yabim. Amr Avun, another Allah. A person's wearing a talus around his waist. For practical purposes, a person's wearing a bathing suit. Motor liquors, Kriyashma. You're allowed to read Kriyashma if you're wearing a bathing suit. You're allowed to make a bracha. Pashas, Pashas, make a you're to make a bracha or say Kriyashma if you're wearing a bathing suit, even though your chest is uncovered. We have a talus of beged, of arv, of sack, or sack, around your waist. Motor liquors, Kriyashma. You're allowed to read Kriyashma. But for tefillah, you're You have to wear a shirt. You can't just walk around with a bathing suit for tefillah. You have to wear a shirt. It's not bakavadik. Din number one. 